You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for the week of June 19th until the 25th. So this is the week that we have the solstice, which is one of the four power points of the year, which is very powerful. It's when energy shifts significantly, and it has the the summer solstice, the winter solstice, and the spring and autumn equinoxes. And those particular points are like, they just bring in completely different energy and they're cardinal points. So there's this kind of boss energy that goes with it. Like they know what to do and how to do it. They don't need any permission from anybody to do it. There's this sort of cardinal initiating energy because they do initiate these big changes in energy. So we're going from the summer, which ends with Gemini, the sun moving through Gemini, which is very busy, busy, so many things to do, so many places to go, people to talk to, often very much kind of within your own personal realm. So you're not like, you know, traveling to Europe usually. You're you're usually more content to stay within your kind of your comfortable circulating zone. But there is lots of connection capable of being made when the sun is in Gemini. But with the solstice, it marks its move into Cancer. And you can, at the PowerPoints, at the different season changes, you can cast a chart from the moment of the energy shifting, and that will give you like a breakdown of what's coming in the season ahead. So with this summer solstice chart, it's actually, it's quite it's like hopeful and buoyant and there's opportunity, but it's also like difficult and truthful. So during the four power periods of the year, it's a wonderful time to look ahead and and think, okay, we're about to start another season. What am I going to get done? What do I want to create? Like, what do I want to experience? So it's a good time, especially with the Cancerian energy to begin the summer Though it's like an emotional and kind of vibey, psychic water energy, it's also very, you know, strong-minded and cardinal, you know? It's the boss. It's a bossy energy. It's the mother energy. So it, it knows what needs to get done around the house. It's good at, like, fluffing up the nest, making everything feel lovely and homey and nurturing, likes to cook and feed and all those things that make a home lovely cancer is usually good at and they're and they're also security minded so if there's any sort of investments you're thinking about or planning for the future cancer energy can be really wonderful for that so think of that when you're using this solstice which will be exact on the 21st at 7:58 a.m pacific standard time so figure out where that is for you and that's the moment of the change which is an interesting, really buoyant, there's a deep transformative energy with Pluto. It Pluto wants to know the truth, and it's also squaring the north and south node. So there's something pivotal going on right now, something very important and changing and like an evolution for humanity, a waking up of, to the truth. And I think with this Pluto, like especially since the backtrack into Capricorn, that Pluto has just done, I think it was June 5th that it moved back, it's going over territory that we've just gone over for the last couple of years. So I imagine there's going to be some real rising up of the the real truth of the situation 
and the things that have, have gone down in the last couple of years. And it's very, like, it'll pull up the deep, dark stuff that nobody wants to talk about and be like, no, no, we can't fathom that reality. But if the reality is there, the reality needs to be fathomed to be brought out of the shadows and the darkness so that it can't continue on festering and doing whatever damage it does in the dark. So that's kind of flavoring the summer solstice, like significantly. But there's also Jupiter there, also giving this deep desire for the truth and for justice and for understanding the bigger picture. Jupiter desires the truth. It's like a very instinctual, like in a way it's like Pluto like that. Like it's lighter and more buoyant and sort of like it comes with the happy times and the blessings and the abundance and the luck. Whereas Pluto usually accompanies like the, the deep, dark sort of traumatic times. So they, they're different, but they're both like seeking truth. So there is that buoyant truth can't be held down, it's going to rise up. That is the flavor of the next few months. So keep an eye out for that. It should be very interesting. If you're oriented towards finding out the truth of things, you will be a person that finds the truth of things. We do have Mercury in a sextile with both Chiron and with Mars. And that is like there is this impetus to sort it out, to understand, to think, to communicate, and to understand what needs healing. And maybe you're going to be helping others. When Chiron is active, it's either you're healing, or you're, you're healing a wound, you're being wounded, or you're wounding someone else. There's this like, this sort of, the people around you, or the situations around you, or you yourself are triggering this wounded healer energy. And we really need to get in touch with our wounds if we are going to become our true and total selves. We need to, feel the energy of that and and like kind of clear the pipes and, and let it run through so it's not blocking things up or distorting our reality or causing us to make decisions from a subconscious place of wounding that sabotages our future. And that happens all the time. Like that's so irritating. <laughs> you can sabotage your very own self just trying to avoid the pain that you don't want triggered. So with Chiron in the chart, when Chiron comes active, there's this putting you in touch with what that is and you get to have a real feel for it. And often it has to do with abandonment. Chiron was abandoned by his mother and rejected for who he was. He was a weirdo and he was like a half man, half horse. They weren't interested in that. They wanted just like, you know, a regular man, not someone with this like special horse qualities. And he had to find his way without the love of his parents. So there's this wounding that goes to like the deep inner self that makes you think like, what's wrong with me? What, why am I not okay? And we all have it in us somewhere. Some obviously, like if you have a true abandonment or adoption is part of your story, that wound is like a very, it's the, the mother wound and it's a, a very deep, there is things that you've learned from adapting to these these experiences and then you can turn around and help other people let yourself feel whatever comes up if you're lucky then it's like this active healing and it feels really good 
you know you're okay. There's grace all around you and you, you see the magic and the synchronicities to let you know you're not alone, that you chose this, that your birth chart like was your map that you left for yourself so you could get yourself through the situation. You could figure out which way to go and, and have like an understanding kind of of the blueprint of the archetypes of the energy that you decided to take on. And oftentimes I find when I do charts for people, that they're very ambitious people. They took on charts that are complicated and rich and interesting. I imagine that is true for you as well. There's so much complexity in your birth chart, but knowing it, there's nothing like knowing it. It helps you understand life in just such a healing, empowering kind of way. You're, you're not a victim anymore because it was your plan. You made the plan and we've got the chart to prove it. So that solstice, also Venus is conjunct the moon, and that is in Leo, and there is just this warm desire to expand and grow and feel joy, like your your desire to transform is coming from a place of love and joy and from the heart. And so keep that in mind when you're putting down your plans for the next three months that, that come from your heart and, and come from your place of joy, because it's great to be practical, but... What good is practical if, if you're not living a life that is joyful when there's so much joy? We like need to raise the vibration of the planet and we need to feel our joy. And this energy really helps that. So after the summer solstice, we're moving into an interesting weekend. It's like, it's pretty calm, but we do have Mars trining Chiron again the same day. There's a lot going on on the day after the solstice. There's the trine between Mars and Chiron again, activating this desire to put energy into healing in some way. You're helping healing, you're being healed. Someone's helping you heal. It's the positive aspect of this, the, the energy to make the changes and to, to heal. There's an opportunity or a blessing around healing for us all right now on the planet. Then the weekend, the moon goes into Virgo, which is a, like a very busy, fastidious, also into healing. Maybe you figure out exactly the, the flower remedies that you might need to help stabilize your emotional situation or a diet that's particularly helpful and healing to you or, you know, a modality, something. Maybe you find like a crystal that is super resonant and can help you ground yourself and, and hold space for you. There's just so many, any sort of thing in the natural healing world is very like second nature to Virgo. So that's a happening this weekend, this Virgo energy. On the 24th, it's a really nice day to experience something new, something exciting, something different. Put yourself out there. There's nothing in the way. There's no other difficult aspects or anything that day. Just this trine between Uranus and the moon, which allows you to kind of try something different, do something different. There's actually on the 24th, we've got the calling on Chiron hands-on horse play shop in a Soyuz. We've got to figure out how to do this online, I think, too, because it would be so nice to expand it but then you can't actually be in the energy of these amazing creatures that's the I mean maybe we can figure something out but that's the sort of thing you might want to do on the 24th but you'd have to be in British Columbia Canada and near a Soyuz to do it if you're interested though there is there will be a link in the show notes because we still have a couple spots left for that so do something different get out there 
you know, when you get out of your comfort zone, you realize, oh my gosh, like there's so much experience to be had. There's so many like secrets to discover or so much truth to discover of the secrets that we discover. It's a really kind of lovely, clear, get out there and do something energy. Sunday, we do have a little more kind of intense, like healing energy though with mercury squaring neptune neptune is the go with the flow all is one like we're we're part of this sort of ethereal cosmos that's difficult to articulate that's sort of the realm that neptune works in the realm of magic which is like such a rich realm to be allowed to experience as a human and connecting to mercury there there might be a triggering of this. You don't necessarily think on these levels normally, but all of a sudden, this connection between Mercury and Neptune comes along and you are perceiving and thinking and, and contemplating a reality that you didn't even ever think you would think about. So if that happens, like, woohoo, life is interesting. It is so interesting. And that is the energy that you will feel. There's also work to be done. Saturn has gone retrograde, just the end of last week right after the new moon in Gemini so we're in a new moon cycle right now and that is a great time to begin things Saturn retrograde is giving us a chance to like look over the past few months what are we doing did we miss something should we do it differently like what direction do we want to put our discipline and our energy and especially because it's in the realm of of Pisces right now we should be able to like create something amazing, create with that Saturn energy there, build your magical empire, whatever that might be. There is this energy to help you build and solidify, which often can be tricky with Neptunian energy. It's hard to like pin down what's going on or what you want to do. You might be interested in so many things, but Saturn comes along and is like, hey, we can do this. We can step by step build the foundation and then the bones of the dream that we want to create in reality. This energy is supportive to us. Pluto back in Capricorn, also that's a big deal. There's a lot going on. Keep your eyes open, keep your ears open because the world is transforming before us. Make sure that you hold your space and stay in your heart and keep open to truth and keep your ear on the ground and you'll be able to kind of perceive and realize and know what's going on. Interestingly, a friend of mine, a dear friend, we've been friends since we were like 12 years old, she just sent me a really, I haven't like followed up on it yet, but if you're familiar with the Schumann resonance, which is like a measurement of the vibratory frequency of the earth, it's been rising from its traditional eight hertz, like it's been spiking very high and changing the vibe, like the frequency of, of the earth plane. And so there's like captures of it over the last few days that are in this incredible pattern. Instead of it looking like sound noise, like when you're editing sound, it's now in this, which is normally what it would look like. It's in this crazy pattern. I've never seen anything like it. So this is crazy. We're in a magical time and we're here for this. We came for this. Thank you so much for listening. Very much appreciated and many blessings for a most fortunate summer solstice and summer season to come. 